You're listening to My Friend's Place on WGOT LP Gainesville. Happy Holidays.
Christmas coming for you Christmas and the three wise men They followed the stars Saturn, Venus and Mars Christmas and the three wise men Christmas and the three wise men They traveled for nights And they come to give to you a man to fish but never to swim never to swim music from Gaspar Rion, uh, Maxwell Farrington, and a Super Homer called Christmas and the Three Wise Men. And you're listening to a special holiday edition of My Friend's Place here on WGOT. Before that, in the warm-up mix, you had new music from Maps, Witchy Feel, the Glock remix, and then it was a new one from Gorillaz called Skinny Ape, and then I get you called up to everything you heard in the warm-up portion. You had Foyer Red with Etc., and there you go. You're all caught up to everything you've heard on this uh, kind of a holiday edition of My Friend's Place, I suppose. Speaking of the holidays and Christmas in particular, if you're looking for a way you can give back to WGOT, well, we've got actually a couple of different ways. Um... One of the most important ways, and it doesn't cost any money, is please consider becoming a volunteer at WGOT. You can very much work behind the scenes, whether it is helping with scheduling, marketing, um, 
technical stuff. You can totally do that. Set your own hours. You can work as little or as much as you want. We definitely need more volunteers to kind of keep the station up and running in 2023. So if you're looking for something um, over the year, you want to become more involved with the community or more involved with WGOT, uh, becoming a volunteer. Um, so we have behind-the-scenes stuff, but also if you have a podcast or you're thinking about um, starting a podcast, we also have plenty of room on air uh, for you to host a show. And having it simulcast as a radio show and a podcast is a really great way to introduce your uh, show or podcast to more listeners here in Gainesville. And it uh, seems like pretty much everyone uh, these days seems to have their own podcast. So if you fall in that category, uh, then contact WGOT and we'll see what we can do about kind of uh, adapting your podcast uh, to become a radio and uh, podcast show. Uh, if you don't want to volunteer or maybe you just don't have the time, you don't want to work behind the scenes or any of that stuff, you don't want to host a show, uh, then you can kind of uh, do something else really important, and that is uh, financially support WGOT. Now, there's two different ways. If you have a local business, one of the best ways you can support the channel is by be- becoming a uh, underwriter. So underwriting is kind of a little bit like advertising except there are different restrictions that go on we would love to have more uh, local businesses uh, be underwriters with WGOT that way we can get the message out for your business as well as you supporting WGOT and I will say one of the best things about WGOT is we have really really um, active and strong listeners who will support your business if you're an underwriter so we'd love to have more underwriters here in 2023 And if you don't have a a small business, you don't want to volunteer, the simplest thing you can do is when you are not in your car, or maybe even when you're in a car, and you can't hear the signal, you can stream WGOT at your home, or in your car, or anywhere in the world, so long as you have an internet um, connection. And we would really like to see our streaming numbers increase in 2023, um, as we pay quite a bit of money for that particular license, which is uh, more than $100 a month. So we'd really like you to, uh, when you're at home and you're not really doing anything, uh, put WGOT on in the background while you're uh, doing your housework or you're cooking or maybe you're doing some uh, work for your job at home. Hopefully you're not doing work for your job at home. But anyway, you can stream us at home. You can stream us in your car if you're out of the signal range, uh, as long as you have an internet signal. Go to WGOT.org for more information on how to do that. And that's just a couple of different ways that you can help uh, give back to WGOT, your Gainesville uh, local community radio station. Uh, anyway, as I mentioned before, this is kind of a semi-holiday edition of my friend's place. Uh, so the next thing I'm going to play is actually a bit uh, from the Jimmy Kimmel show that aired last year. And I really love it. It's still very, very timely. Um for 2022, even though it's a year old, um, you're going to hear uh, the Christmas Karens uh, perform some uh, Karen-themed Christmas Christmas music here uh, next on My Friend's Place. Hope you enjoy it. I'll be back in about 30 minutes to tell you what you just heard in that music box. Until then, enjoy from the Jimmy Kimmel Show, the Christmas Karens. We've seen a lot of videos of people saying ridiculous things at county board meetings lately. But this one is special because this one has a holiday twist. This happened at a meeting of the San Diego Board of Supervisors this week. Somebody got a little uh, Mariah carried away. 
like Karen karaoke there is. Ivermectin, not just horse paste and hydroxychloroquine. Vitamin C and vitamin D. Then the zinc and quercetin. I won't wear a useless mask. I don't need to stay at home. <laughs> you need to stay in a home, it sounds like. But Karen mania has been sweeping this country for like the last two years, and here in Hollywood, there's a new musical right across the street from us. It's called The Christmas Karen. They're doing like 18 shows a week. They're right next door to the Marshalls. And joining us now to give us a, a sample of what they do, please welcome the original cast of A Christmas Karen. doing classics like this, Oh Christmas Tree. Stop filming me, stop filming me. I don't want to go viral. Stop filming me, stop filming me. As I start to spiral, I'm screaming in the parking lot. Put on a mask, I think not. Stop filming me, stop filming me. song, We Wish You a Merry Christmas. I swear that I'm not a racist. I swear that I'm not a racist. I swear that I'm not a racist. I have a black friend. Hark the Herald Angels Sing. Hark the Karen Angels Sing. We did not do anything. We just wanted a refund for pets we bought. In 91, if you give your boss a call, we will picket this whole mall. Just shut up and take it back. We spend a lot of money at Nordstrom Rack. Well, who doesn't? Deck the halls. Deck my Facebook wall with bullshit. Fa la 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 la. This meme is fake, but I'll still push it. Fa la 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 la. We'll give you rabies, fa la 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 la. Democrats like eating babies, fa la 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 la. Could there possibly be more? Why, yes, there are. Old Lang Syne. I don't know what Old Lang Syne means. It sounds like a Muslim prayer. If I hear you sing it, I'll call ICE and deport you all, I swear. And who can forget the Christmas classic, Carol of the Bells. How dare you ask? I wear a mask in I will barge. Who is in charge? I've come here for years. Now I'm in tears. I just want to shop. I'm calling the cops. Ring, 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 ring. I break everything. Starting to scream, causing a scene. I cough in your face and blame your race. In comes
from the crowd to tell me to stop Still I protest, under arrest I start to fight, I know my rights I'm in the days and acting craze Hands I will raise, now I've been chased Very, very, very
camera, chimera
That is Julian Never with High School. You heard it last week. You're hearing it this week here on My Friends Place, which means it's a track that I really, really like. Um, before that, in the mix from the Jimmy Kimmel show, you had Christmas Karens. After that, Nation of Language Across That Fine Line. You've heard the Working Men's remix of that song, but this week I'm bringing you a different version. It's a Joe Goddard remix. And then it was uh, Civic with Born in the Heat. After that, you had Mink with Boundaries. And then it was Lies with Camera Chimera. And there you go. You're caught up to everything you've heard this week here on My Friends Place. So let's jump into uh, some movie reviews. And this week, I've got a movie I really enjoyed. It's called Triangle of Sadness, which is a very interesting <laughs> title for a movie, but actually fits this movie really well. So what is Triangle of Sadness? Here we go. We're going to make like a movie cocktail. We're going to take one part, Gilligan's Island. We're going to throw that in. Then, after that, we're going to take one part, Lord of the Flies. And we throw that in the cocktail. After that, we're going to stir it around a little bit, but then add two parts, White Lotus, and just kind of a dash of the reality series uh, from Bravo down below. So there you go. You've got a triangle of sadness. So what exactly is triangle of sadness? Well, it is a comedy. Uh, actually, a really funny comedy directed by uh, a director from Sweden, Ruben Usland, who's made plenty of foreign movies, most notably um, uh, Force Majeure, 
Uh, and this is actually his first English language uh, movie. And what uh, Triangle Sadness is, it takes a really, like, bullseye, swift aim at capitalism and its many, like, inequities. Uh, so I would say it's very safe to describe um, Triangle of Sadness as basically a movie about social satire, as it absolutely skewers, first of all, the modeling industry, which, alright, that's not really that, uh, that's not really that hard. That's kind of an easy target. Um, but then it goes on to get the ultra-wealthy. Okay, well, maybe that's not that hard either. Um, and also, more, and more, uh, more particularly, the businesses that directly cater to every single minor whim of the ultra-rich no matter how minute, like, the um, request is. And you see that over and over, at least in the first half of the movie, of um, Triangle of Sadness. In this case, we're talking about people who uh, like to go cruising on these, like, super fancy ultra yachts. And it was really interesting, at least for me, because I didn't really know anyone at all involved in this cast. Um, the director, again, uh, Ruben Uchland. I think he picked people that had been in his, like, foreign features or international actors. Not really much of an American flavor at all to this um, movie. But there is one major exception. Because one of the greatest American actors of all time is involved in uh, uh, this particular movie. And that would be the great Woody Harrelson. So Woody Harrelson is uh, in Triangle of Sadness. He doesn't have a lot of screen time, and his part is not exactly um, a leading part. He's definitely a supporting actor, but um, Woody Harrelson plays the captain of this vessel here in Triangle of Sadness. And he is really awesome and really hilarious in his very limited screen time. And I can't really tell you why his screen time is so limited without giving you the spoiler. So let's just say uh, Woody Harrelson is in the movie. He's not in the movie for a long time. My main complaint, though, about Triangle of Sadness is that uh, the runtime at two and a half hours is way too long. And it's really way too long for, like, uh, drama. But it's even way more too um, over-ambitious for, like, a comedy. And truthfully, I, you know, the director, who I like, and I agree with him, like, politically and um, everything else, he kind of, like, clubs you over the head um, with the points he's attempting to make about classism and, like, these huge inequalities of wealth happening in 2022. Again, I, I agree with all the points he's making, but at some point became a little bit repetitive. Could have cut off some uh, chunks of the movie and definitely kind of got it within uh, two hours. So um, overall, though, with, with that said, really like Triangle Sadness. It'll probably wind up being like a top 10 movie for me, I would think. Haven't really put together my list um, I think it's really interesting, though, that 
2022 that we're not really getting that many great American comedies that we're having to go overseas, basically. And uh, in this case, a Swedish director, uh, kind of getting ideas and funny stuff from them, which I find a little bit troubling. Now, look, one of my top five movies for sure will be the Weird Al um, fake, unfake biopic that they made a couple of uh, weeks ago, maybe months ago, rather. Um, that's going to be in my top five, like, comedies, but after that, this might be the second best comedy of the year, so really, really enjoyed, um, this movie, uh, definitely look for it, Triangle of Sadness, a foreign movie, but here's the best part, there's no subtitles, it's all pretty much in English, there are, are a couple subtitles you have to read, um, because you have an international cast, but... There you go. Really interesting kind of mishmash. Like I said, the Gilligan's Island, Lord of the Flies, White Lotus, uh, Bravo's Down Under. And you put all those together and you got a really interesting look in class and culture and um, pretty interesting stuff. So, anywho, uh, oh, before I head into some morning music, two other super quick reviews. Because I know we're heading into a time in December where. Hopefully, you have some time off from work. You got something you really, really want to watch. Um, besides Triangle of Sadness, I've got two um, TV shows I want to uh, throw out there. Number one, White Lotus, which I mentioned in my Triangle of Sadness review. Season two, really interesting season, especially the ending. If you haven't uh, kind of got like connected with season two, maybe you watch season one. Didn't really get into season two. That would be something really cool to binge over like your holiday break. It's really awesome. I can't really say much about White Lotus season two without giving away huge spoilers. So I'm just going to say it's really, really cool. The other thing that you should definitely check out if you have time. White Lotus on HBO. And then head over to Disney Plus and do Andor. That show has been just like... What I really wanted for a long time out of the Star Wars series, which is a well-written, really cool, great visuals, not exactly for kids. Um, I can't, again, talk too much about that show without giving away the, the spoilers, but you've got, like, part Star Wars movie, part spy movie, part jailbreak, and all these different elements coming together for Andor. It has not really received all the accolades that it deserves and it is definitely as good as Mandalorian in my opinion a little bit better than Mandalorian but again Mandalorian was more like a quote-unquote Star Wars type thing Andor is a little bit different it's in the Star Wars universe but it doesn't really like pander and have like all these like feel-good member berries to it um, so definitely check that out so in addition to Triangle of Sadness, you've got to watch White Lotus and also watch Andor if you haven't had a chance to check that out. So there you go. Those are your holiday recommendations. Speaking of holiday, um, this week on uh, Cramble Mixture, the other show that I host here, did my annual uh, Christmas Office Disco House Funk Mix. And this is kind of part two. So what you're going to hear are some things that I originally planned on playing for Cramble Mix Show. 
kind of had left over. So we're going to do like a nice 30 minute disco mix of uh, really cool new music. And first up in that mix, you're going to hear an old song from Jungle called Good Times. But I'm going to give you a brand new remix of that song from Brax and Falcon. Hope you enjoy. Here is Jungle Good Times, the Brax and Falcon remix here on My Friends Place.
it's shifting all the night moves coming out Conversation you could do without your border thing She's got her finger in her mouth And you know what that's about Don't have to tell you what you already know If you got something to uphold You don't let the devil leave you low You're dynamite And I know you think you might But don't leave yourself tonight Things they know you Don't go back to the party Put your body on the line
All right, that is Turnover, Ain't Love a Heavy, featuring Bree Morell. And you're listening to my friend's place here on WGOTLP Gainesville. Just did a little bit of a continuation uh, from my other show, Crime All Mix Show, where each uh, time around the season we do a disco mix. So kind of heard part two, at least an unofficial part two, of what I did this week here on Crime All Mix Show. So really hope you enjoyed listening to that modern disco. In leading that mix off, you had Jungle with Good Times, the Brax and Falcon remix. After that, you had Roosevelt featuring one of the all-time greats uh, from La Chic, Nile Rodgers. And that song is called Passion. Then it was one from Marlon Williams, Don't Go Back. Then you heard uh, S.G. Lewis of Lifetime. And finally, you heard Abibio, Sound Machine, All That You Want. And there you go. You caught up to everything you've heard this week on My Friend's Place. Now look. If you want to hear part one of that mix, uh, 50-minute kind of disco, disco house, disco funk mix, you can find that easily online at Cramela Mix Show, which is C-R-A-M-E-L-A. And really, if you want to hear my friend's place or any past episode of Cramela Mix Show, really easy to do. Go to Apple Podcasts, subscribe to Cramela Mix Show, and it comes automatically into your box. And you know what? Listen to it if you want to. If you don't, after five episodes, it automatically disappears anyway. So uh, there you go. That would be my Christmas wish uh, for anyone listening to the show. Go to Apple Podcasts, subscribe, and hey, if you like it, keep listening. If you don't, eh, do whatever you want with it. Um, Burn it in like a pile of trash, which would kind of be hard because that would probably mean you're throwing your phone into a pile of trash. And I don't think anybody wants that. I think... It'd be kind of a waste of money, and also the toxicity of the phone and the parts would be pretty bad for the environment. So, anywho, um, before we head into another segment of new music, let's talk about um, the season. In particular, the great holiday season that's all around us. Some people celebrate Christmas. I happen to do so, even though I am a pretty devout atheist, but I like the Santa Claus part, and the elves, and the presents, so I've always celebrated that. We have some people in our listening audiences that uh, do Hanukkah. I've I've never celebrated a Hanukkah, although I I like the candles and things like that. Uh, Some people do Kwanzaa. Uh, Some people do nothing. I think people that probably have it best, though, uh, from the Christmas season are uh, the Japanese, who celebrate Santa Claus on the moon and have Kentucky Fried Chicken for their Christmas dinner. I think they got it right. But anywho, um, the other major, major holiday this time of year, the one that I prefer is actually Festivus. And Festivus is an outright rejection of all the commercialism of Christmas and everything that goes along with it. Um, Been around for a while. Most popular from Seinfeld and uh, George Costanza's dad, Frank Costanza. Um, Very famous episode of that. Um, Festivus for the rest of us. So, one of the tenets of Festivus is the airing of grievances. And people, listeners, Gainesville, I have some grievances that I want to air out right now with you. So let's start with number one. Now, I really take grievance with these I love my job people. 
And you know who you are if you say, I love my job. Um, you know what I actually love? I love my family. Um, the end. That's about the only thing that I attach love to. Now, listen, I really like music. I really like Thai food, especially spicy Thai food. I really like to go mountain biking. I really like good movies. I think the weather in Florida this time of year in December is really great. I really like most of the shows on WGOT, including uh, shows from my friends like Departure, um, Red Pony Music Hour, On the Rail, uh, Harpy Troop, uh, Things Be Blowing Around, Hippie Sessions, uh, Teaching Job an Electronic Brain, and Stripped. So I really like all of those shows. Then, you know, we could probably make a list of things that I like. Not things that I really like, but things that I like. And I put things on that list like, um, you know, Big Mac. I like a Big Mac. I think a Big Mac, despite all the negative health consequences, is pretty delicious with that combination of sweet and really salty and super fatty hamburger. I like Big Macs. Sorry, not going to apologize for that. Uh, I also like college football. Uh, like, it's perfect. You put it on the background when you're cleaning or doing um, some editing work, like for these shows. So, I like college football. Um, what else would I put in that category? I like garlic salt. I'm not, like, if I'm going to add something to french fries, I'm not going to put, like, salt and pepper. I'm going to go straight to the garlic salt. Um, also, you know, I actually like Planet Fitness. I like being able to stop there on my way home. And I can, you know, lift some weights, or I can uh, walk on a treadmill and watch a show. Um, so I like Planet Fitness, too. But um, here is the thing that I'm getting at. I really like those things, and some of those things I like, but I have a real problem with people who claim they love their job. No, you don't. You, you You're... You are misinterpreting the word love. You might like your job. You might even really like your job. But you do not love your job. And here is the test. So you win the billion dollar Powerball. The next day, you continue to go in and work at your job like nothing happened. Of course you don't. At least not if you're sane. Because... You actually don't love your job. You probably love, like, your parents. You probably love your siblings. And you almost certainly love all your children. If you win the Powerball, you're not all of a sudden ghosting them. Um, your job, though, you're never showing up again if you win Powerball, no matter how much you say you love your job. Please. Don't e can't even argue that. That's grievance number one. Grievance number two, I have a problem with these people, and okay, I'm not really passing judgment on the people that play lotto, I have my own vices, so I get it. I guess probably the fun of playing lotto is imagining that what you would do with all the money you won from the jackpot, it only costs a dollar, I get it, kind of gives you like a, a dollar fantasy um, to live through. 
But here is where I have a problem, and I'm talking to you, you scratch-off junkies. I definitely have a problem with you. A $20 scratch-off ticket, please. If you're buying $20 scratch-offs or more, you definitely have a problem. Especially you, scratch-off junkie, that feels absolutely compelled to scratch it off right there on the counter without moving so the next person in line can actually pay for whatever they're buying for. You have a problem. And worst of all, uh, scratch-off junkies, you are lazy gamblers. And here's what I mean. There is absolutely no competitive advantage um, to be gained playing scratch-off. It's all total random luck. There's no skill, no nothing. It's basically the same as playing roulette. At least, if you're a card player or you wager on sports, there is some kind of skill and some kind of advantage to be gained um, playing those. But scratch-off junkies, I have a problem with you. Next grievance personal space and in particular personal space kind of mixed together with manners now here's where I go fool old man and I'm going to point my finger and my grievance at you Millennials if you're on a sidewalk or on a bike path or anywhere that is in public where you have to share a walkway then please Heed my plea, young millennials. These, and I'm talking specifically about the people that are walking in a small or even a large group. It is not anyone else's responsibility to go off of the sidewalk, off of the bike path, to avoid you and your group. Here is what is supposed to happen. If you're walking in a large group, and there's someone approaching your group going the opposite direction. What should really happen is you should basically your group kind of tighten up and allow like enough room for your party and person on the other side of the sidewalk or bike path to safely pass by. Again, you should not, if you're coming in the opposite direction, be forced off the bike path or be forced off of the sidewalk. Think about it like if you're you know, a car, and you're driving on a road, and you have two cars coming in one direction, and they force the car in the other direction to actually swerve and have to go off into, onto the sidewalk. That seems to be happening a lot here in Gainesville. In fact, I was actually forced onto um, University Avenue off of the curb on top of that um, because there was a group of people just the other day that refused to kind of, like, scoop together and let me come in the other direction and let's be honest here there's not like a bike path or anything to swerve on in university you're either on the sidewalk or you're on the road so there you go millennials who refuse to tighten up and allow people to pass I got a problem with you last grievance oh it's a big one talking about cell phones and boy, do I have a lot of problems with cell phone users. In fact, too many to cover in a really um, two-hour show format. So, I'm going to focus on only 
one particular grievance with um, cell phone users. And that is a cell phone user um, that likes to drive. Now, in general, I think that um, less people in 2022 probably text and drive than did in 2018. And I think you can thank that largely to a pretty successful ad campaign. And um, we had it on uh, WGOT. Um, so different kinds of PSAs, ads. I think that kind of like really drilled into people's head that, hey, you should not be operating a motor vehicle and paying attention to your cell phone at the same time, which is good. And on the surface, you know, that, that really seems like something that made it safer. But here is my problem. Now, more than ever, uh, my grievance is that we have people that are either parked, and I do mean parked, like, the exact meaning of park. They're parked at a stop sign, or they're parked in like a random spot in the middle of the street so that they can stop and they can text, or I guess check their social media accounts. Now on the surface, that kind of seems like it's a safer, safe thing to do, and I suppose it is safer than texting and driving or you know, being on Instagram and driving, but, but there is a problem. As a person that's uh, a cyclist that rides a bike a lot, when you see a car parked and you don't know why they're not moving, you know, you have no like idea why this car parked at the end of the street isn't making a right when there's no traffic coming. Well, what that does um, for somebody like a pedestrian or a person on a bike, it means that you have no idea at all when that car is actually gonna start moving. And guess what drivers do not do after sitting at a stop sign, spending some time texting, or you know, checking social media, or being on their phone for a minute or two. They do not look around and check any of their surroundings, and in particular, they definitely do not look for pedestrian and bikes. They might look for a car coming by that could kill them um, if that happens, but they are not paying any attention for people walking or on bikes. And I'm going to say this, passing a person that's parked at a stop sign that you can clearly tell is on their phone, they're either, again, texting or whatever, uh, on social media, is pretty much is like a bike person or a walker. That is like playing the Russian roulette of uh, cycling here in Gainesville. You have no idea what that person's gonna do next. So it actually makes things really, really dangerous. So my plea would be, can you please wait until you get home, put your cell phone away, and then when you get home, pull it out, check your text, check your social media. On top of that, this isn't so much dangerous as it is annoying. If you're anywhere in Gainesville, anywhere that has like a busy intersection and you're waiting to make a left turn and waiting for that left arrow to come on so you can make that left. Guaranteed, one out of every five times you are going to miss that light because someone is on their phone and not paying attention. So you, you see like, oh, there goes a car making that left. There goes another car making that left. And like, what happened? And you keep going, what happened? 
what happened? Why aren't there any other cars moving? It's because that third car, that person is on their phone texting and forgot to move. And that happens way, way too much. And while maybe not super dangerous, well, I mean, in a way it is because you are, the people behind them are probably running that light that feel like they should have made it through. It is super aggravating and annoying, especially when you're like burning gas and adding just more to the climate change and the pollution. So, um, people, if you're on a cell phone, can you please put it away until you get home? Uh, then check your cell messages, check your text, check your Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, whatever you're doing. And uh, that's it. Those are my grievances this year. So I have a lot of problems with you people. But one problem I don't have is finding really good new music. And next up here on my friend's place, you're going to hear one from Nag called Repulsion. <laughs>
tell everyone I'll see you later Was smiling like a crowded elevator Slowly creeping round my heart's equator I go A tragedy protected by tomorrow Till I chew it and it burns like a tomato Now I cry and creep but I'm affluent So, so I buy my makeup on Suppression Street I paint my face for everyone I meet With the elegance of Nero May divide my feelings evil I
Okay, that is Glosser, the artist, and you're listening to My Prince Place on WGOTLP Gainesville. We are really close to the end of the show, so going to kind of uh, speed over what you just heard in the last 30 minutes of music. Uh, leading things off, you had Nag with Repulsion. Then you heard one of the all-time great um, bands, uh, electronic producers, Orbital, with Ringa Ringa, the old pandemic folk song featuring the medieval babes. Then after that, you had um, H. Hawkline with Suppression Street. And there you go. You're completely caught up to everything you've heard this week here on My Prince Place. Quick reminders, uh, WGOT is online at WGOT.org if you want to stream the station. Also, if you want to keep up with the new stuff or even a lot of dumb memes, you can go to the WGOT Facebook page. I'm online. You can find me simply by... uh, Searching for Kramla, which is C-R-A-M-E-L-A, and most important, uh, WGOT has a Patreon page, so please consider giving us $1 a month, which is, I think I can do the math, 1 times 12 is 12, $12 a year. It seems like basically nothing, but when we put all the people that are um, listening to the station, that are active on our Facebook page, we put it all together that is a lot of money, and we really, really, really need your support heading into uh, 2000 and 2000, yeah, 2000 actually, uh, 2023. Um, so again, uh, that's patreon.com black backslash, not black slash, but backslash uh, WGOT. Anywho, uh, close to the end of this episode, which means we are finally at the closing track this week. And I got a good one this week. One I really, really like. Definitely channeling some uh, early, mid-90s kind of alternative vibes. Here is Arcs with Eyes. Hope you like this song as much as I do for the closing track. I'll be back, same time, same channel, next week. Until then, happy holidays. Everything, everything for granted It's like only you 
Hallelujah Eyes You can't let them know 